Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm Josh Guessman coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on January 17th, a Thursday night, 2019, just days before the LA Galaxy open up their preseason camp for the 2019 season. Glad to have you with us here once again, we have a bunch of stuff to get to on this show. Lots of fun, exciting announcements. Lots of rumor updates as well. So we're going to get to all of that in not too short a time here. But before we get too far out of line, I want to make sure we welcome our very special guest. Uh, you were asking and begging for his return earlier. And the man, the myth, the legend is now back in our studio filling in for Eric the Portuguese Hammer. Please welcome back to the studio. Mr. Larry Morgan. Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, I should say, because God, Larry, we all know that uh, that, that is an important uh, part of your lore here. I don't know if I'm particularly proud of that designation, but I guess I'll have to accept it. And then thanks for having me on, Josh, and a nod of thanks to the Portuguese hammer who is fulfilling his educational responsibilities this evening. He won't say exactly what they are, but he is teaching a class so let's leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. Eric is uh, is off tonight, so uh, all good. We got Larry into the studio and uh, and ready to talk about some LA Galaxy. But before we just jump right into that, I just want to know who is asking for me. So there, there was somebody who was like <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, you wouldn't okay. you wouldn't have I, seen I, I it. wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you you didn't see it. But uh, it, there was somebody on Twitter who was like, "Hey, um, when when are when are you going to get Larry on?" And I was like, I was like, "Hey, I mean, you know, I don't know." Was and I missed that much? Apparently, you were uh, by not by me, obviously, obviously, but, but certainly by somebody, uh, absolutely. So, uh, so you were there, and and we're glad that you could uh, you could join us. And whoever and, it is, thank you very much. That's right, that's right. Larry, Larry's in profile today too. He was like, make sure you catch my right side. That's my right. that's his best side. That's apparently. my dominant side. That's right. That's how it works. All right. So, uh, lots of stuff to go over uh, on this particular LA Galaxy show. A lot of stuff. Uh, really. Really, sort of uh, uh, going for uh, going for broke here just before the season starts, Larry. So a lot of things that we're going to get to uh, talk about and, and and really dissect. As we said, just now three days until the preseason training begins with physicals on January 20th. That's a Sunday, and then 21st they're expected to be on the field. The first player media availability session of the year will be on Wednesday, January 23rd. From what we understand right now, I think uh, Larry Morgan not on Twitter. We might be sending out for that, so Larry will be uh, out there talking to the guys. Only 44 days now until the match against the Chicago Fire, the opening day match, and as we do look back on 802 days since the Galaxy's last playoff game and 1,502 days since the last MLS Cup win, so yes. That's five years. That's almost five years. It's it's hard to believe it's been that long. So we were talking uh, today at my at my real job, Larry. At the real job, we were talking today, and we were saying, hey, um, you know, possibly they were talking about players visiting the White House and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could Will it be fast food served. But that's that's what that was. That was where that was that was sort of going. But at the same time, it was um, I was talking about how in 2014, when the L.A. Galaxy went to the White House or 2015, because it was technically the, I think the year after I think it was in 2015, there was a chance to go. And as a reporter, I could have gone and I'm like, you know what? They'll be there again. I don't need to worry about it this time. And so I would just like to remind everybody that when you get chances to do things, you should probably do, do them. And, yes. and, and you Especially never know. Especially go to the White House. I haven't been there, but yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. He, when, when you have the, have, the, have the chance, jump on it. All right. Here is the, uh, here's the big news. This is, the, this is something I've been working on now, and I am able to confirm it today. Uh, we told you to keep February 16th a day of, of course, which the LA Galaxy will play at the Orange County Great Park. And if you remember last year, uh, whenever the team came down and played at the Orange County Great Park, we had a great event here at the studio where we had about 70 of our closest listeners and friends come in. Cosmo showed up. Uh, we had the LA Galaxy Star Squad as well was here. Um, so we kind of figured if they were going to do it again that maybe we would do an event again. And I told you, keep February 16th. Keep that ready for you. Uh, so we are ready to announce, and, and this one's a big one. I, I'm pretty excited about this. We're ready to announce that on February 16th, uh, kicking off at noon, uh, we will be doing a live show from the Taps Brewery in Tustin, which is just seconds down the street from this particular studio. So there will be a live show. Currently, we're thinking about maybe an hour. Oh, thank you, Larry. Thank you. Uh, about an hour or an hour and a half live show that we're going to do. We're basically, the event's going to start at noon. I was just there today. 
All right. And I was talking to uh, to the wonderful people over at Taps. They are glad to host us. I told them that we were going to have a big audience that we we're going to bring in. So um, that's what we're planning on doing. Uh, we're going to possibly have some special guests. We're going to see if maybe we can get the Star Squad, the Galaxy, really sort of build this up again. But we will be doing a live show from Taps Brewery. At starting at noon on February 16th. You remember that game uh, kicks off later that night at 5 p.m. So you have plenty of time to be able to chill and relax. And we'll start at around noon. We'll probably do, uh, you know, the show starts around 12.30, 12.45. That way we'll get to see everybody. We'll get to talk to everybody. So this is a really big deal for us and something that since 2009 I've probably been wanting to do. Uh, the fact that we're going to do it this time is is awesome. And we're so happy that we're able to, to team up with TAPS in Tustin. That's that's a big deal. I think it's great. And also there is a rumor that for those of you who have missed me, I don't know who they are, how many there are, but I might be there myself. I might show up myself and I might drink at least one beer. Uh, I have been known to drink a few beers. I might drink at least one. I had a feeling that, and you too. that, that we might be consuming some alcoholic beverages. But not so, too much. Not too much. Not too much. We still have to work. Well, I have to, I have to work have that to work. night. We, we have, have to work, work that night. So, uh, But anyway, no, we will be there. So we're, we're hoping that you're going to join us. I'm going to put out more information about that on the um, on, on the website and we're going to get you, you know, times and information. And as I continue to build stuff, we're probably, and I'd really like to do it again. We did it last time. We did a fundraiser for the LA Galaxy Foundation. I want to do that again if we can so anyway february 16th noon put it on your calendar right now you have plenty of time to still make it to the stadium afterwards maybe you know do the whole thing but they have a food truck there that that serves that they have really great beer um that they brew in-house there so we are going to set up and i'm hoping to see 100 to 150 of our closest friends there for this live show and uh, of course we're going to work very hard on some special guests to keep you guys entertained as well so fantastic yeah, fantastic. yeah we'll see how that goes now to continue that thread, and normally we don't, you know, spend seven minutes talking and, and getting all the way without really hitting any LA Galaxy news, but I also want to tell you that right now, and I'll remind you again before the show is over, we have our Best in the Galaxy uh, t-shirts for sale. If you have not seen these, I personally think it's the best design t-shirt that we have made so far. Um, it's sort of a little play on some... And you must tell them who designed the t-shirts. My wife. My wife designed you this gotta, t-shirt. You, you gotta give her a plug. No, she, she, was, she designed it in like... 15 minutes too. It was ridiculously fast. I had the idea for it. She, she put it into fruition. So I sort of drew what I wanted. She designed it. We have it out there. Uh, $20 gets you this great t-shirt and of course helps support this show directly. Um, we don't ask you guys for subscriptions. You don't have to pay per episode. None of that. But if you could, if you like the shirt and you think it is awesome to, to wear, or if you just want to send us, you know, some money, this is a great way that you get something, we get something. And this way we feel like we're not, you know, sort of, you know, doing some different things with you. So anyway, t-shirts, for sale uh the best in the galaxy uh podcast sort of play on some star wars stuff there so um you, i think you'll really like it it's really sharp designs multiple colors multiple sizes twenty dollars those basically run for three weeks we have a campaign it runs for three weeks when the three weeks is over it closes and they ship out the shirts all right. So uh, please, if you can support the show, we would love for you to do that. Uh, and of course, you just go to cornerofthegalaxy.com and click the shop button and you'll see a picture of the shirt right there that you can go ahead and do it all right we good? We good with housekeeping items? Yes, sir. All right, good. So can... there is a corner of the Galaxy memorabilia shop. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't know. You never order any of the shirts, Larry. No, I, I want to see you in your T-shirt. Um, there's, <laughs> no, you there's a chance, by the way, the T-shirts might make it out in time for that live show. If they do, they do. If not, then not. It's just it, it, Right now, it shows shipping right around February 13th, and usually they ship fast, so we'll see if that ends up happening. If not, we'll see you at the, at the stadium with it as well. So uh, please uh, take a look at those shirts whenever you get the chance. All right, let's go now to the news. The news that happened as soon as we were done recording with Kevin Baxter on Monday night. Uh, I think I had told you that I was going to LAX that night to go uh, see Juninho's arrival back in Los Angeles. Uh, I will tell you, Larry, it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. It's always fun to sort of see. I, I don't know. Being, he sure had a big smile on his face, didn't he? He had a big smile. I mean, the supporters who were there, I would say anywhere between 50 and 70 supporters there to, to welcome him home. It's a great turnout. Um, it was more like it was it was interesting because I would liken it more to welcoming family back, Larry, than than really anything else, because it really felt that way. The the best part about this, and I have to sort of play this, is that we didn't know where Juninho was going to come down. And so we were trying to coordinate, trying to figure out. And we were told, yep, he's definitely going to come down from those escalators. And so we were like, OK, great. So, the, you know, everybody sort of moved in that direction. All the supporters moved in. And uh, as people were coming down the escalators, they were greeted by, you know, 70 L.A. Galaxy supporters chanting. And some people raised their hands and they got cheers and, and 
and, and you know, a collapse whenever they would come down the escalator. The best part was that they waited. Uh, everybody sort of waited for a while uh, for Junior to come down those escalators, Larry. And he ended up coming down the elevator that was just around the corner. And so he sort of started walking up and everybody's like, oh, it's Juninho. You know, it's like all, all those Sneaked movies. up on everybody. He did. So everybody uh, went over and uh, and saw Juninho and it, it was great. He He literally, Larry, signed every autograph. He gave out hugs. He took pictures with everybody. He was, we had to, I almost felt bad in the middle of it. We sort of were like, okay, after about 20 minutes of it, we we're like, hey, you know, can we get in there to talk to him for interviews? And we did. And we talked to him. I'm going to play that audio for you next. But just seeing him back in Los Angeles has been, has been very, very fun to see. He was always among my favorite players. And also he was one of the Galaxy's best players when he was here. And uh, the fans always loved him. You know, we've, we've talked about it a number of times. He and Sarvis when they were in that duo in the midfield, it was as good a duo as there was in MLS at that time. And the Galaxy certainly missed him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they did. And so it, it's great that uh, that you can get somebody like, you know, Juninho back uh, throughout all these things. And, uh, of course, we have audio from Juninho as well that we want to get to. Um, but really the, the, the big thing that I sort of want to take away from all of this is that he seems more than happy to be back with the LA Galaxy, and he seems like a guy who is, he feels like to me, Larry, at least, a guy who's not necessarily going to be real happy with sitting on the bench, but we, we can talk about that a little bit, but this is a guy who wants to win. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was just going to ask you, in fact, that, that is a, the, the main issue. How much is he going to play? I mean, I don't think he would come back to Los Angeles knowing he was going to sit on the bench. Uh, certainly, he's going to play some. But how much is he going to play? That's the main issue with him. And how much does he have left? He missed all of last season in Tijuana with injuries. Uh, certainly he's probably lost a little bit. But still, how much is he going to play? How much of an opportunity is he going to get? That's the main issue right now. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how that midfield plays is loaded. Loaded. Well, loaded and not loaded. We're going to talk about that right. I heard a little bit. But let's, uh, let's get to Juninho and uh, me uh, speaking with him. Very, I, I would say exclusive, except the LA Galaxy shoved their camera in there too. Um, but it's very exclusive, and if you've seen the video we have up on the website, I think it's it's great. It shows you know sort of the uh, the the atmosphere around it. But you were the lone on. reporter, right? I was the only okay. reporter there, so I okay. mean, so it is exclusive. Yeah, in the, in the sure. Mat. Whatever, like we have to hang our hat on exclusive sure. or anything. We do every once in a while. All right, here we go. Uh, Juninho talking to me just really just probably less than an hour after he landed right there at LAX. So uh, here he is. Again, yeah. Yeah. Junior, obviously, welcome back to Los Angeles. How does it feel to uh, to be back here? A lot. Feel very good. See all these people here means a lot for myself. I think I did very good things in the past. That's why uh, I think the club bring me back. You know, I think I what I say. I left uh, all the, the door opens, and that's why I'm here. You're, you get to play now with uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, you know, what are you looking forward to uh, this season playing with him? That's going to be a good partnership. He play ahead of me. He play forward. You know, more midfield, but uh, you know, having a player that the type of caliber and the team may, means a lot. I think I have to start working together, uh, see the chemistry like right away, and see uh, what you can do together. Uh, now, now playing under Guillermo Barrascolotto too, so he's new to the team. You're coming back to the team. What do you hope to uh, tell him about the Galaxy, and what are you going to show him uh, that you can do? You know, he's uh, Argentinian, South American. He's Argentinian, so. Um, I hope I can see uh, his style to play. You know, we have to start him and see what he wants to the team. I know I I did in the past, so totally different story right now. So I hope I can learn and do my best. Uh, the Galaxy haven't been doing so well since you left. Uh, what are you bringing back that's going to help that? More experience. I think I left uh, in a, I say in the past with championships. I'm here to get more. That's why I'm here. The club knows that and did uh, everything to bring me back. Uh, today more experience for sure and uh, that's the I think we're gonna bring to the guys and the group and I hope we can succeed together welcome back Jerry. Thank you. all right there you go uh, Juninho talking shortly after he landed there at uh, at uh, LAX uh, so again uh, I get the sense he's thrilled to be back in Southern California smile from ear to ear <laughs> yeah smile from ear to ear um, all the way around his head too. yeah he was coming from Orlando by the way uh, there was his his old his old team uh, Sao Paulo was playing in a tournament in Brazil, so he or in Orlando, so he was there. I think you know, watching some of that or, or, or something like that. So he flew in. Uh, United Terminal Seven was where we 
we all all met there for for a great time, uh, which is redone by the way. So they, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be. Larry, I haven't been to LAX in a long time. I fly out of John Wayne now. You should, or even Long Beach. Too. You should avoid it at all costs because it is one of the worst airports in the world, as far as I'm concerned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like they're paying me anything to say anything nice True. about them, so I'm, I'm not going to say it. Uh, let's continue. So, I mean, Juninho's arrival certainly was interesting there, Larry. Um, just the fact that they're bringing him back, a fan favorite, a three-time MLS Cup winner. Um, I think he has two supporter shields uh, wins under his belt as well. Um, so whenever he came and joined the LA Galaxy, they were certainly successful. You talked about his partnership with Marcelo Sarvis being, you know, one of the best midfield partnerships. It, was. it certainly was in the league at the time. Sure. Uh, he scored some amazing goals, and you, you hear him talking about wanting to win championships and sort of, you know, bring that all back. So, I mean, you know, I, I think even if he's not a starter, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we continue down here, even if you're not going that direction, you have to sit there and say, you know, his inclusion and his competition that he's going to provide is something the LA Galaxy need. Um, and it's something that they probably have been missing, especially when you realize, and and you and I have talked about this, and I know Kevin and I have talked about it, is there there was no link outside of Bradford Jameson. If you look on this team right now, if you take Juninho off of it, there's no link to those championships. Um, you didn't have, you know, Juninho won a championship in 2011, 2012, and 2014. Baggio, I think, was the last guy in the he 20. He was the last guy. Yeah. So, and now he's gone. And now he's gone. So you're seeing that this link that is there, and and by the way, there, people will yell at me. Bradford Jamison was on the team for those some of those MLS Cup wins. He did not dress for the last MLS Cup win, um, but you know, Juninho was there. Um, this is a guy who's won won those championships and, and been a part of that. So bringing that back is important. It's important to have a guy who knows what that means for the Galaxy and knows what it means to play for the Galaxy too. Yeah, I just again, I just go back to what you said earlier. It's been what 1,500 days, more than 15. Hundred days since her last MLS Cup victory, uh, last two seasons out of the playoffs. Um, you know, certainly it's good to see him back. But again, I go back to what I said earlier: how much of an opportunity is he going is he going to get, especially with the midfield as crowded as it is? You know, he does fill a need that connection between the forwards and you know, and the back line, which the Galaxy really have missed. Right, desperately the last two seasons. But again, how much of a chance is he going to get? And I would think, in my opinion, I think he's going to get a, a, a great chance. Well, I, I should also mention one of, the, one of the things we did in the chat room today was put out a question of the day. Question of the day is, will the LA Galaxy in 2019 make the playoffs? All right. That is the question of the day. You can think about it. You can you can discuss it. We're going to give you a whole bunch of stuff, but just sort of have that in the back of your mind. And hopefully uh, I'll, I'll task the chat room with reminding me before I'm done to make how, sure. How would you answer the question? Uh, I'm going to save it for later. Okay. I mean, I don't okay. want I'll I don't, save it I, for later, too. I want people to think on it okay. a little bit. OK, mm-hmm. so this so this is important. Have them mull their responses. Yeah. Super, uh, super L.A. Galaxy fan and super fan. Uh, uh, Pam Garcia is also texting me right now and. Uh, she she may work for certain airlines of certain things, and so she was like she was like you're talking about LAX. Uh, you should call me in. So Pam, yes, I should have. You're the expert on on LAX, I'm sure. Um, all right. So uh, as we continue down, let's talk about more LA Galaxy news, and we sort of got to clear some of this stuff off the uh, off the plate. We were wondering who the LA Galaxy's goalkeeping coach was. I kept saying, you know, Matt Reese ain't doing nothing. Um, but Matt Reese will not be the LA Galaxy's. Uh, He's still doing nothing. Goalkeeping coach, apparently. Uh, what who they brought in was uh, Juan Jose Romero. Oh, Romero is a 39-year-old, uh, and he was on Boca Juniors for the last two and a half years um, as an assistant uh, goalkeeping coach there, um, and now and he was also a member of the Argentinian national team staff. So he worked for them for about four years, um, ending you know that national team span with a runner-up finish in the 2014 FIFA World Cup. So we now know that uh, we have basically the technical staff filled out. Now um, you have uh, you have this uh, Juan Jose Romero, you have Gustavo Barroscoloto, the twin. The evil twin. twin of Guillermo Barrascoloto. How much? How much do they look alike? I haven't seen pictures. Are they very similar? Yes. Or? Yes. And, it, yeah. and apparently, as my wife said, Gustavo has more relaxed hair. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. So <laughs> she's going to try to teach me which one is which. But I'll be calling everybody more uh, coach hair. Relaxed hair. Very, very Never heard that expression it's, before. It's you know what they both look like. They have your hair, Larry. Um, they it, should be so lucky. Absolutely. So you have Gustavo Barrascoloto, the, the evil twin. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy. We're just going to call him the evil twin from now on. Uh, Ariel Pereira, who comes in as an assistant coach. You have Dominic Kinnear as assistant coach. And then remember, uh, uh, Guillermo Barros-Scoloto brought in athletic trainer uh, Javier Valdecantos as well, 
who I imagine is who is 60 years old, and I imagine him like 60 years old with a cigarette out of his out of his mouth, uh, yelling at players to run faster and work harder. And I love every minute of thinking about that. This is starting to look like Boca Juniors North, which might not be a bad thing. I was going to say that's not a which horrible might thing. Might not be a bad thing. Uh, we go for uh, another official signing or official re-sign. Uh, the Galaxy officially re-signed Servando Carrasco uh, to a very crowded midfield on a very crowded midfield at his position. There's a difference between some of this. We're gonna we're gonna purely go purely for depth reasons. It's depth reasons. It's it's a depth piece. I refuse to die on the hill of Servando Carrasco as being like a bad decision for the LA Galaxy. Yeah. Um, it he, just, he won't hurt you. He, I, he's not going to. Well, I mean, I don't see him playing that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one. And two, it's like, okay, whatever. I don't, You'll probably see him in U.S. Open Cup matches. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that if somebody gets hurt, he could be in there. Sure. Um, it depends. Really, we don't know how Guillermo Barrascoloto is going to line up any of this way. Larry, who knows? Maybe he's playing eight midfielders. I don't know. He has enough that he could. Um, so, Two strikers, one goalie, nine nine midfielder, eight midfielders. Yes. You know? So I mean, you're you're looking at Serrano Carrasco as the depth piece. He's he's behind Jonathan Dos Santos, Perry Kitchen, Sebastian Legette, Juninho. I mean, those are the names that probably get put in his same position or around his position. So um, it's one of those things that you're sort of like, okay, you know, it's it's it is what it is. Um, I I just refuse again. I refuse to make this the reason the Galaxy had a good off season or a bad off season. This doesn't matter to me. Um, no. I like Servando. I think he's a great guy. It's just a signing. It's just a, a signing. signing. Yeah. yeah, and and that's all it is. A great guy, a good player, solid player, purely depth. The, that's that's it. The 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 reason that it's such an easy signing for the Galaxy to make is because the money just it's not a lot of money and it's a roster spot and you're gonna fill up the roster spots as it goes. There may be some. There may be some criticism that you could go and say, hey, the LA Galaxy are running out of roster spots, Larry, um, which they are. We're getting closer. 23 players currently on the roster with Servando Carrasco um, on there right now. Um, you know, there's also four designated players and there's a guy who's probably who's still on loan who's on that out of those 23 players as well. So as we look at all those, you sort of have to put that into perspective um, and see what you're doing. But uh, anyway, you get Servando Carrasco coming back. So Larry and I really wanted to take a look at this roster um, and sort of say, okay, so we see that there's 23 players on this roster, Larry, but who's going to be on this roster um, to start the season? Um, and that's the most important thing. Really, whenever you're talking about March 2nd and going against the Chicago Fire, that's going to be the most important thing that we're looking at right and now. And that name on the top of the list is like the elephant in the room. Yeah, Giovanni Dos Santos, um, <laughs> the, the highest paid player in the LA Galaxy. And it, it's the first question, Larry. I mean, okay, so I'll ask you, is Giovanni Dos Santos on the roster to start the season? No. No, and that seems like a reasonable and, and easy answer to make. I'll say the decision-making behind whether or not he's on the roster is probably more difficult. But as far as I'm concerned, they've been building this roster without Gio for a while um, and that there's no place for him anymore in the starting lineup. And so if you're going to do that, um, he's he's going to go. There's there's other ways around it that could have him on this, um, but we'll see if that's that's still the case. So your next guy is Jonathan Dos Santos. Yes. He is on the roster yes, to start the season. Ramon Alessandrini, who has, and I will wow. say continues to talk to Parma. Um, we'll see whether or not and we're not talking about Parma, Ohio. We're talking about Parma, Italy. That one, yes. Yeah, although I'm sure Parma, Ohio is a wonderful place. It's a suburb of Cleveland. I know it. Yes, I'm it, already, like I said, a wonderful place. <laughs> um, so, Roman Alessandrini, I mean... Yes, I think he will be. Yeah, and that's the correct answer. Uh, although, I'll, I'll again, I think... He will be. <laughs> yeah, some of these are going to be really easy. Zlatan yes. Ibrahimovic is on the roster. We, who? who? Yeah, I know, that guy. Tall guy. Six foot five. Swedish? No? Okay. Uh, Zlatan's there. One that I, I know you and I were, were sort of joking about beforehand, but Jorgen Shelvik, if you had the choice, Larry, if it was up to you and contracts weren't an issue, would Jorgen Shelvik be on this team to start the year? No. Right. Uh, Jorgen Shelvik made a uh, million dollars last year, uh, likely to get a small bump this year. Um, so whenever you look at that, uh, you can understand that Jorgen Shelvik is going to take up a bunch of targeted allocation money and some cap space in terms of anything that's not covered by TAM. Uh, but Jorgen Shelvik will be on this roster to start the year. Ola Kamara. Yes. Perry Kitchen. I mean, Ola, you know, speak about Ola. He had one hell of a year last Best year. Underrated season. He's, yes. And, and he's also the future. And a great team guy. He's, great team guy. He's the future, which is. He he worked as hard as anybody in that team did last year, all season long. Absolutely. And, and did it without complaining, and he wasn't yep. in his position. Yep. Um, so you, you look at Ola Kamar, he's there. Now, the next one is Perry Kitchen. I'll ask you the same question that I asked you about Jorgen Shelvik. If you had your choice and contracts weren't an issue, would Perry Kitchen be on this roster this year? No. Of course not. 
Um, Perry Kitchen making four hundred and seventy, right around four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars last year. Um, expecting a small bump in his salary as well in year two. Um, but he will be on this team to start the season because his contract says so. Uh, David Bingham is another guy who sits there at two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. He will be on this roster yes. despite many people wanting to get him yes. gone. Uh, Rolf Felcher, they a just guy signed him. They just resigned him. Just a, a new contract. They signed him. He had a pretty good year. He had he had that torn pectoral muscle, which really set him back a ways. But when, but when you look back on it. He wasn't too bad. He did a pretty good job. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it, he he was he was hit and miss a lot yeah. to start the season. Yeah. I think he was much better towards the end there, and I, I expect think so too. I expect that he'll do fine. Uh, Sebastian Legette. Yes, uh, definitely. Easy. Joao Pedro. Will he be on this roster to no. start the? And the answer is no. Well, mostly we know the answer is no because yeah, he's, he's in, on a ten month loan. Yeah. Uh, he was on a ten month loan whenever that originally came out. Uh, he still has time on that loan, it looks like. And uh, so the gym, the 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 gymnasticos Siligos Apollyon in Greece. Um, Very I believe, good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, something like that. <laughs> Um, we expect that he's still going to be on that loan. We'll see if that if that ends up happening that way, or or if it's or if we're wrong on our calculations in terms of you know what that loan means. But right now he's listed on their roster, and he must be listed on the roster and, until we see exactly where he's going. I know Eric, the Portuguese hammer there is a, is a big Joel Page. That it's the Portuguese thing, so um, <laughs> that's 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 where he gets that one. So we go with Joel Pedro. Uh, Chris Pontius will be on this roster. He'll to be start on the it. roster. Daniel Stairs will be on the yes. roster. Emmanuel Boateng just re-signed. We know he's on the roster. Yes. Uh, Thomas Hilliard Arce. I'll say, I'll say, you know, I think I said no when we were talking about him pregame. I'll say yes. He I'll c- say yes. He's a guy who we could see at LA Galaxy 2 to start the year again. Um, so that's something to sort of keep an eye on. Matt Lampson, the new goalkeeper coming in, you expect him to be the number yes. two behind Bingham um, and, push Vom- and push Vom Stieg down to LA Galaxy 2. That is still to be seen if that happens. Uh, Hugo Ariano, I expect to be down with LA Galaxy 2 again. Uh, he is a defender, and the Galaxy are short on defenders, so that could always change. Dave Romney, we know, just resigned. He'll be on there. Bradford Jameson will probably float between the two, but I would expect him to be in more starting 18s this year than he probably he so was. Too. Yes. Starting 18s in the 18-man roster. You can only start 11 players as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> Efren Alvarez will, I believe, start this year down at LA Galaxy 2. Um, he has a really busy uh, World Cup series, a U-17 World Cup qualifying and U-17 World Cup finals if Mexico makes it. So, uh, He's got some real skills, too. Real yeah. skills. Servando Carrasco, depending on how many players they uh, they have there, he will be uh, he will be there. They just re-signed him. Justin Baumstieg, we said, would probably be maybe an LA Galaxy 2 guy or anything else. So, you know, looking at the depth and where they are, and then Juninho will be on that roster. So that's sort of where your, your roster sits right now, but... That, that, of course, brings up the big question. Um, you know, what pieces are the Galaxy still missing, Larry? Now, we know uh, as we go and float towards these rumors a little bit, I will re- reiterate what Kevin said on Monday night, which is Diego Polenta. Uh, that seems like a deal is basically done. Uh, Kevin was reporting on Monday night that the deal is done in principle and that an agreement has been reached, but nothing has been signed yet, so it's not done done. Um, where it, the last rumor had him arriving on January 19th, which is two days from a recording right now. Uh, that would put him in time for the physicals on the 20th. Uh, but Diego Polenta looks very likely until it's done. Uh, we won't say that it's done, but he's going to be a defender. And so he will be a center back. Um, and possibly if you go and look at some of the rankings and ratings that they have, Diego Polenta, it could be one of the highest rated defenders in major league soccer. When you look at I'm it, I'm very curious to see what this guy's like. I've heard a lot about him, read a lot about him. Uh, he's, he has quite a reputation being a very talented player. I'm very curious to see what this man is like. I think he's 26 years old, if I remember correctly. He is about six feet tall, a little bit taller, six foot one maybe. Um, That's good size. So yeah, I'm a, you know not as tall as you, Larry no, Morgan, but I'm a strapping six four. Six four. Tower. He tower. You tower over Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Not quite. Not quite. That that man is gigantic. I can stand out eye with him though. I was gonna say you know you know most players are like you know Ima Boateng lies and tells everybody he's like five eleven. You know no and, way. And, no, he's not. Uh, he doesn't say that, but he says he's like five five and he's really like five two. He's he's the shortest dude in the world and I and and he's a great guy. So and, you know that's not. I'm just having a little fun with and him. Every time I see him run, it is amazing how easily he makes it look running fast. Oh, of course he does. But anyway, so we go back to what pieces sure. are we missing from sure. the Galaxy? Polenta is incoming. We imagine that that is happening. So you have a starting center back, 
But I would imagine you still need another defender. At least one more. At least one more. The rumors had Ashley Cole possibly coming back to the LA Galaxy, and that seems to be rapidly declining as we look at all this. Um, by the way, the Birmingham Mail had the report out this morning, which was the first one to sort of put this out. Ashley Cole to Darby County, uh, released by the Galaxy after the 2018 season. Ashley Cole is likely to land in England's championship and join up with former teammate Frank Lampard, who is the manager at Darby County. Um, that deal, the Birmingham Mail reported, should be closed by Saturday, and that would mean that Ashley Cole is no longer um, you know, a, a candidate coming back for the LA Galaxy. You know, I'll be sorry to see him go. I mean, I, I remember talking to him last year, and he told me that he was he was confident or he was positive he had at least one good year left in him. Uh, he was great for the young players, especially Dave Romney downstairs, who talked to him almost every day. A great leader, great mentor. But he also he's also 38 years old. And as you were saying before the podcast, you have to look at it long-term, and he certainly is not the long-term solution the Galaxy is looking for. I'll be sorry to see him go. Right. Just a, just a, a great player. Um, I, I just wish him best if he does wind up at Derby. Yeah, it, it's interesting uh, to say that. Now, having said that, that now means that the LA Galaxy don't have a left back. Um, they they have left backs. It's just a matter of who you put there. We've talked about Dave Romney playing left back. You can put Jorgen Shelvick at left back. With Polenta coming in, who's his pairing? Ultimately, I guess if I'm a dreamer and I believe that Jorgen Shelvick is going to be better than he was last year and needed his time to adjust, and with Polenta will have a partner that he will work well with, you would put... Shelvick and Polenta in the center, and then you can move Dave Romney out to the left back position. That's Rolf Felcher on the right, and now you have it. But I'll tell you right now, I feel like the LA Galaxy are lacking any sort of depth in defense. I feel like they're lacking any sort of, you know, sort of cohesion. It's one of the reasons that Dave Romney is such a good signing is because he can play any position there. So that makes him very versatile in what he can do. But the Galaxy still need to put bodies on defense. They need to sign, as, as far as I'm concerned, at least one more defender, Larry, and possibly that defender being a starter. Um, and with preseason camp starting here on Sunday, basically, Sunday, Monday, um, you know, they're, they're running out of time to do that. Granted, you can add players all the way through the beginning of the season, including, you know, two or three games into the season, transfer window's still open. Uh, all the way to May 7th is whenever the transfer window closes. Um, but you look at all that and you say, okay, the Galaxy bringing players in, you're running out of time here, and, and quite honestly, the depth uh, isn't that good. Real quick from the chat room, by the way, uh, we have uh, Adama, it's probably Adam, Adam A, or however his screen name is. But anyway, he says, Ciao from Italy. He loves the show and listens on his way to work. It is currently 4.30 a.m. in Italy as he is listening what is to he, us. What is, what is this listener doing up at 4.30 in the morning? He's, he's, Hopefully getting ready to go to work or he, something. He needs, or just, just, he's going to work. Just, just addicted to your show. He's Of course. He just gets up early. And, and ciao he, to Italy. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, so anyway, so, so you're still looking at a defensive issue. Here is the other part is that I will tell you that the LA Galaxy, I feel, are thin at strike right now as well and you could say Josh how is that you have Ola Kamara and you have Zlatan Ibrahimovic both those dudes start um, so and if one gets hurt, you have your short one. Granted, yeah. granted well, having a single striker up there doesn't kill the Galaxy. Sure. So having more midfielders makes sense. You can sort of back up the midfield with the strikers. You can move. Um, you can move. Uh, what is it? You can move Jameson up there. You can move Boateng up there. You can move Pontius up there. All those are not great, de great decisions. I would move Jameson up there before any of those other two guys. Yeah, and I don't. And he's not a striker. No, and that doesn't make a ton of sense. But really, I feel like the Galaxy is still lacking in the forward. But I don't feel like they have the funds to be able to fix that right now either. So um, it's one of those things. If you look and, and sort of take a look at that, the Galaxy are thin at striker, and they're going to be thin at striker. You know where else they're thin at, Larry? For me. Attacking midfielders. Name a central attacking midfielder that the LA Galaxy have on their team. My, my good buddy Chris Tucker, by the way, did was able to name one, but it was it was an iffy sort of Hail Mary. Because I would then say, well, name a LA Galaxy uh, central attacking midfielder that hasn't played any senior team minutes but is very promising with LA Galaxy 2 and you get into Efrain Alvarez. Efrain Alvarez. And so he's, he's one of those guys. But realistically, is he ready to start? The Galaxy don't have a central attacking midfielder outside of Jonathan Dos Santos, who's more of a box-to-box -box guy and not a number 10. Um, so... And he played very well last year, too. He really did, especially the second half of the season. Yeah, they, and when his brother wasn't on the field. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and, and so that all that always you know sort yeah. of sort of goes and and does that. But you look at these things. Um, the galaxy are short in some areas, and they're not going to be able to fix all these. And I would argue, Larry, that the galaxy this year need to be better than they were last year. They need to have some flexibility this summer. 
Um, and if that means being short on players or being short on every player that you want right now, you need to have flexibility for the summer because we saw this year in Major League Soccer, and it's been true over the last couple of years, that most teams got better during the summer transfer window. The Galaxy weren't able to do anything um, at all. And that is a problem that they had last year. They weren't able to get better. They stayed the same. Financial restrictions. Financial. They didn't have any room. They didn't have any salary cap room. They didn't have any roster spots. There was nothing really that they could do there. So the LA Galaxy need to reserve some of this, put it in their back pocket, and sit on it for summer. Um, so that's that's one of those things you have to watch for this year. You need the Galaxy to be able to get better and figure out what they need during the summer and get it. And that's something that if they're they're short to start the season, that they should be short and play into the summertime. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to, to uh, keep an eye on. Most definitely. Um, again, you have to you have to wonder how uh, how tight the wallet is uh, this season. I, I, I'll, I'll it's tell, hard to say. Yeah, it is hard to say. But I'll tell I mean, you, new uh, new uh, hierarchy in the front office. It's hard to say. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay, and this is something that every Galaxy fan should know, and every MLS fan should know, is that your team, if it's being run properly is tight up against the cap almost at all times because it means you're using every single dollar on that cap that you need. But you still need flexibility in the contracts to be able to get rid of things that you don't want whenever you need to get something else. So I'll tell you right now, the Galaxy will be pressed all the way up against the salary cap this year, um, just like they were last year and probably the year before. And there's flexibility, $65,000, $75,000 here and there. Um, you can do a lot of things with that money, especially prorated amount. If you have $75,000 and you can prorate, hundred, that means you can prorate on a $150,000 contract for half a season with $75,000. I'm glad you know about all these rules. I, I really am. I, I mean, I, these rules just drive me nuts. I'm glad you know about them. My wife isn't happy I know all these rules. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes a long time. The LA Galaxy currently, by the way, have seven international slots taken up. So if they bring in Polenta, that is eight. Um, eight international slots is as many as every team is allowed to have. Uh, you can go out and purchase other international slots from other teams that aren't going to use them, but that means the Galaxy would be hard up. I'll say this, though. Um, if you look at... And you were mentioning earlier about Juninho. Yes. Not an international slot. He has a green, green card. card. He had a green card with the Galaxy. I imagine that he still has one as he comes in, so yeah. that means he's not an international player. Um, I'll tell you that two of the international slots that are currently being taken up are Joao Pedro and... Uh, Giovanni Del Santos. So you could clear two spots if you did stuff to those guys. I, I, there's a question that's being asked. and Lop them off the top. There, there's one of these things that says, is it true that you can't, this is the chat room asking, it's something I've been seeing on Twitter and I'm not sure I have a great answer for it. Uh, is it true you can't restructure a player's contract until it's up if you paid a transfer fee for him? Um, I don't know if that's true. Well, that's that one of those, a good question. That's one of those CBA questions that you have to go in and look at the competition rules and a whole bunch of other things as it goes because that would mean that Roman Alessandrini, who likely the LA Galaxy paid a transfer fee for whenever he came from Marseille, um, means that you can't restructure his contract until it's over at the end of the season. Yeah, it's hard to say how MLS operates with their contracts as far as other sports. You see it happen all the time with the other sports. A player will have his contract restructured to free up money so that team can bring in or sign somebody else. We don't know how MLS operates in that capacity. Yeah, they can change their mind. Now, I'll tell you, as we get into the 4DP situation once again, Larry, which is something that I'll tell you, I think there's some consternation from LA Galaxy fans worried about when this is going to happen and what's going to happen with the 4DPs. I will tell you that, you know, as Kevin and I talked on Monday, that having some patience with this is probably the best answer for the LA Galaxy, but you know there's there's downsides to all this as well. The LA Galaxy report to training, preseason training on Sunday for physicals, and then Saturday or and then Monday they should hit the field for the first time either Monday or Tuesday whenever it all comes down to it. Um, so that's that's one of those things you look at. Giovanni dos Santos is likely going to be reporting to camp when that happens. Uh, he's going to show up. He's going to train. He's going to do all that stuff. That is both good and bad for the LA Galaxy. In 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 my in my opinion, my humble opinion, which is sometimes expert, sometimes not. Excuse me. I just wish the Galaxy would take care of this sooner, the better. You don't want to have a guy, a designated player, training with the team, working out with the team for like two, three weeks, and all of a sudden they come out to tra excuse me to training one day and say uh, so and so. I'm sorry, that's it. You're gone. Right. Um, you just want to. I mean, it hurts continuity as far as preseason preparations are concerned. In my opinion, the sooner the better they take care of it, 
let's get it done. Yeah, no, I mean, you certainly look at that. I, I see it that way. Here's why patience is is okay with me. Um, even if he's training, you're still trying to present the idea that he is still an asset to somebody. Um, so if he's out there training and out there doing what he's supposed to be doing, then technically speaking, he's still an asset and he's still wanted. If he doesn't show up for training, which, by the way, is going to be the story of this preseason, the first couple of days, is Giovanni Dos Santos there? Will you see him in pictures that are released from the LA Galaxy? Will we see him whenever we go to media, first media availability? Will he be there? Will he answer questions or do anything? No. Um, he didn't last year. Why should he change? And that's that's sort of the, the whole thing. is It's unlikely. I'll tell you this, that as you look at, and Kevin told you which players from the LA Galaxy would be available to speak to uh, people going to MLS Media Day, which is this weekend. I'm going to MLS Media Day. I will be there. That is a day that basically they have uh, a couple players from each team come in and they answer questions for 10 or 15 minutes and then they leave and it is an all-day thing, basically from about 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or something like that. It's just it's a long day um, as you look at it. But one of the things is that one of the guys who who is, who is going to MLS Media Day, or we were told is going, is Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Ola Kamara, the three players from the LA Galaxy. The interesting thing is that Jonathan Dos Santos will not be talking to our to the writers. And, uh, you know, that's, that's again, probably doesn't want to answer questions about Geo. Kind of understand that. At the same time, face the music and answer the questions. Because the answer is, oh, I hope that Geo stays, and I really think that he's going to be great for the Galaxy this year. Even if you know he's already gone, that's the answer that you you put out there and, and you say. You know, it's too bad the our beloved Galaxy PR department can, can't go to JDS and tell him, listen, we're going to ask you these, these questions, answer them now. And then be done with and it. And be done with it. That's yeah. the only time you have to do it. This is the only time that you will accept or answer those, those questions. That's it. Get him out of the way. That's it. Yeah, well, again, if if the Galaxy can find anybody to take Giovanni Dos Santos, because it was reiterated today again in a story, and I didn't see who wrote the story, so I apologize. I'm not trying to steal anything. Um, but basically it was said that, uh, you know, a front office LA Galaxy executive reiterated the fact that the LA Galaxy have been given permission by AEG to buy out Giovanni Dos Santos' contract. The only reason that you ha- don't do that is because if somebody comes up to you, Larry, and says, okay, listen, you pay him five and a half. You, we, you pay him five million dollars. We'll pay him a million dollars, and he comes and plays for us. You just saved yourself a million dollars. So whatever that number is, if you can save some money, you're going to do it because if you're AEG, you're like, yeah, I would rather not pay, you know, six million dollars if I can pay five million dollars, or I would rather not pay, you know, six million dollars if I can pay four million dollars. So whatever you can get for Geo anywhere is something that is of value to the LA Galaxy, which is why again, patience is the key for this. If it comes down to the roster deadline, the, the the roster compliance deadline, and the Galaxy still have no place for Giovanni Dos Santos, then you go in, you get one of those manila envelopes, you write out the check, you put it in there, and you say, thank you very much, Giovanni Dos Santos. We appreciate you being here for the LA Galaxy. Uh, clean out your locker. And when is the compliance uh, deadline? March? Uh, it's usually right before the season starts. So March, you, March 1st. March 1st. March 1st. Okay, March 1st. Right around second. there. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not the second. And the opener is the fifth. No, the opener is the second. The second. Right, so it's okay. like March 1st. It's okay. right okay. in front. Of it. Okay. Um, so uh, it's certainly one of those things. And so, you know, again, with the LA Galaxy, they will get full cap relief on one contract. You're allowed to buy out one contract, and that's it. You get full cap relief. You pay the money, but you don't have to take any cap hit whatsoever, not even the designated players. But although technically the DP doesn't take doesn't take much of a cap hit. It's like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that, or it's a max budget charge, which I think is five hundred and thirty thousand dollars this particular year. I but, take that. But whatever it is, you're going to pay that anyway because you're going to end up having three designated players as it is. Uh, with Alessandrini still flirting with Parma, it gets a little dicey. And the whole reason that Alessandrini is pushing putting pressure on the LA Galaxy is he wants a contract extension. Uh, with that contract extension comes, you know, some some promises the Galaxy have to make for the future, but with Guillermo Barrascolotto uh, just coming uh, in and with uh, Dennis DeClosis just coming in, you can understand that they're probably a little reticent to just go ahead and say, okay, yeah, for sure we're going to give you a contract extension. It's like, hey, let us get our head around this first before we do it, but but Alessandrini's uh, agent very much still pushing on the LA Galaxy. They want a contract extension. They want it now. You know, if it was up to Roman, he would stay. He loves Los Angeles. He loves this area. He's, he told me on a number of occasions last season he wants to stay. He loves he loves Los Angeles. Yeah. If it was up to him, he, he would stay. And this Parma stuff. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he wants to go he, to Parma. Yeah, I, he, he wants to stay here. I do feel this is a chess piece for Roman Alessandrini. I feel like this is a bargaining chip that he is using, Larry, and I'm fine with that. I understand if you're a player you're trying to get paid, 
he I don't think he wants to do this any more than than really the Galaxy want to deal with it. But bottom line is Ramon Alessandrini is under contract for this year. He's not going anywhere unless the Galaxy want him to go somewhere. So that's why you can chill out a little bit. This is more contract negotiation than anything else. Um, and like I said, Alessandrini is doing exactly what I would be doing if I was in his shoes, which is putting pressure on the Galaxy to give him that three-year deal, that next three-year deal extension for one and a half million dollars for an extra. Maybe he gets four years for one and a half instead of three years at two. Or like Joseph Martinez, five years. Five years. Joseph, wow. That's a long MLS contract. Wow. Long MLS contract. Although, quite honestly, Jonathan Dos Santos seems to have a five-year contract as well, which is something that nobody really understands because everybody thought his contract would be up, but he says otherwise, and the LA Galaxy, for some reason, can't confirm that contract, which is just laughable. Um, somebody knows what that contract is. The Galaxy is. laughable? Come no, on, no, come on. Just the fact that you have a player who comes out and says, my contract runs through this long, and that you, you go to confirm that with the club, and the club is like, I don't know. And it's like, yes, you do. You do know. You just don't, either you don't like the answer, or you don't want to take the time to go figure it out. So anyway, so you look at all those things and how it goes. The 4DP situation is coming to a close. You're trying to sell Gio. You're trying to get any little bit of you know money that you can possibly get from him um, as he goes out there, and and hopefully you know that that ends up being good for the LA Galaxy and, and good good for everybody. I, I just don't see this. The ship has sailed on him. I don't feel this is one of those things that can bite me in the butt. Come back. I don't see him on this team, Larry. I haven't seen him on this team since the end of last season, and I feel like the buyout was always going to happen. And it's really a shame seeing a guy who came to the club with such high hopes, high expectations, and what's yeah. happened? I, I mean, um, you talk about a disappointment, especially last season. Yes, he was hurt, the, but you talk about a disappointment. My goodness. The same thing that happened to him at almost every club he went to, which is that he comes in with all this, you know, hype. The former Galaxy coach did not want him on Bruce, this yeah, team. Yeah, Bruce Erner didn't want him. Yeah, yes. he, he, yeah. he didn't want him. Um, he didn't think he was a team guy. But no, you, you look at it, it's just, it's just, it's interesting to me. You know, I mean, I've said it, since Zlatan Ibrahimovic is here, it's probably not true, but I said he was the most talented player on the team for the LA Galaxy for a while. It's just he never showed it, um, and it was only in sports. So again, it's a, it needs to happen. It's, this, is like, this is like a longer play out of the uh, Juan Pablo Angel sort of experiment that happened in LA, only there was no Chivas USA to, pa- to pawn uh, Giovanni Del Santos off mm-hmm. on uh, for, the, for the one. So Boy, did that wash out. Wow. It is. It, it's interesting. All right. Let's see. Let's go through uh, some of these rumors just to make sure we got them. We got Diego Polenta, seems likely. We got Ashley Cole to Darby County. Uh, one we did not talk about. Uh, in fact, two we didn't talk about, or maybe we didn't touch on them. Uh, we currently have, and this is, I'm telling you right now, this was a bad rumor. We, we put it on the tracker early this morning because I was like, eh. I was waiting for this person's name to be mentioned because he has been linked with the LA Galaxy for the past, I think, two years, is Dario Benedetto. Uh, Benedetto is currently with a Boca Juniors down in Argentina. Of course, former coach uh, uh, Guillermo Barrascoloto was down there with Boca Juniors, and almost every Boca Junior player, except for one guy, I think a defender, looks like he's going to sign with DC United. So uh, sort of screwing up the LA Galaxy's hold on Boca Juniors players. Um, but almost every Boca Junior player now has been has been linked with the LA Galaxy uh, here. So, That's uh, not a bad thing either. Yeah, Dario Benedetto, uh, a forward, a 20-year-old striker. He's popped up again. Um, you know, what makes it interesting is that Scalotto, oh, wow, can't talk. Scalotto is now the head coach. Um, so does something get done this time? I This is a bad rumor. Um, so you don't need to pay attention to this one. I just don't, I don't buy it. But if you're the Galaxy, you, you are thinking ahead, Larry. Zlatan Ibrahimovic has a one-year contract with the LA Galaxy for this year. That's it. He had a two-year contract. This is the second year of his two-year contract. Whether or not you extend that is more up to nature and not necessarily what you want to do. I was just going to ask you, do you think he'll be back for another year? It totally depends on he how he plays. He loves it out here. He loves the team. He loves it out here. He had a hell of a year last season. Totally so, depends on yeah. how his body handles this year. And it... It, it held up pretty well last year. <laughs> so, but if you're if you think that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is not coming next year, you have a long term already built in with Ola Kamara. Ola Kamara had a three year contract. He has a two year contract plus a one year option. That was something Corner of the Galaxy broke last year whenever he had signed that contract, um, and we confirmed that with him. That was our our, our breaking news. That we although got. the Galaxy did not confirm that, no, no, they no. took exception to that they, too. That's okay. That's okay. They they survived. I I yeah. won that game. All right. Yes, Every once in a while I win, and that was one I won on. Um, so anyway, Ola Kamara confirmed that to us. So he's there. You know he's longer term. Zlatan don't know. 
Benedetto, 28 years old, is could be a long-term piece for the Galaxy, and you could go with the two strikers with Ola Kamara and Dario Benedetto up top. That is a dangerous pairing Whenever you, however you look at it. Uh, more of like a 4-4-2 formation whenever mm-hmm. you put those two up than it is with Zlatan, which is more like 4-4-1-1. Um, you go and get yourself an attacking number 10, all of a sudden you have something here long-term for the Galaxy to sort of build around and, and see how it goes. That being said, this is a bad rumor. I don't think it's happening. If you are the LA Galaxy and you can figure out a way to get Dario Benedetto in on desi- you know, non-designated player money, fit under the salary cap for one year, and then be a DP next year whenever you know that Zlatan Ibrahimovic, that ties your hands, though. Do that. It, it opens up a can of worms, which is why this rumor is trash. So throw it out for right now. Are you saying fake news? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um... I'll say this. Oh, somebody's asking. Philip uh, Philip in the chat room says, uh, Josh, would they sell Jonathan Dos Santos for his DP spot to get Dario Benedetto? Ooh, that's fun. Ooh, that's a very good that's question. Um, Philip, Philip, well done. You know, if what's true, if if what I'm saying is true about that contra- uh, contract, which we don't know is true or, or not true, about Jonathan Dos Santos' contract being five years, I would imagine that that's tough to get around. Um, in terms of moving him somewhere and where he wants to go and for what money and for you know the contract years that he's going to get. Um, but that's a very good question, very intriguing question. Yeah, it, it it's interesting because you know yeah, I mean the guy could be a Tam player um, if you brought him in. It's just how much Tam do you have left? I feel like Diego Polenta might be a Tam signing as well, and we know that you had Ashley Cole and Michael Ciani leaving that freed up about a million dollars in Tam. So there's a million there, but there's not much more than a million. Although there could be because Zlatan also vacated his million and a half that he had for Tam. Again, if you get into it, you can you could find ways the Galaxy could have some money. You just don't know where they've spent that money already and, and how it goes. All I can say is I'm glad I don't have to worry about this if I'm on the Galaxy. If I'm Dennis DeClose, I'm glad I don't have or. I'm glad I'm not Dennis DeClose, and I don't have to worry about all these machinations there, in the financial there's, department. There's a lot of different yes. things that, that are yes. going on. A lot um, of possibilities. So Benedetto was one, and I will say that uh, it's a, I just don't like it. I don't think it makes sense right now. Um, although, if you force it into making sense, it makes more sense long-term than it does short-term. Uh, then we have River Plate midfielder Ignacio Fernandez to the LA Galaxy. This one, probably a little more heat. I'm still feeling cold on this. I will tell you this. He's Maybe a, lukewarm? He's, eh, I'm still cold. Okay. I, I'm still, okay. it's, it's frigid. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's cold. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this, that uh, this one is another one that doesn't quite make sense monetarily for me. So if you can get around the money business of how much you're going to have to pay him and how much that would be and whether or not that's a designated player or anything else, um, you can see that this is actually a position of need. This is a midfielder and everybody goes, and by the way, I saw it on, on social media, on Facebook, everywhere else. Everybody goes, not another midfielder. And it's like, pay attention to where these guys play. I talked about the Galaxy not having a central attacking midfielder he is a number 10, sort of closer to a number 10, I would say, just from the limited amount I've seen from him. And but, he's how old? Uh, he's 28. 28, okay. It's a good age. Good age. Good age. Good 26 age. is better, but 28 is a right, good age. Right, As long as he's not like 34 or 35 or something like that, yeah. But okay. it's a position that the LA Galaxy do not have, which is a number 10. Um, so you look at that and, and how you go, it, it just... it. it it would be a position to need. It would be something that if there was room somewhere, either designated player or TAM money that you thought you could get, Ignacio Fernandez, then uh, a guy who was a, a heated rival of Boca Juniors, but clearly I think Guillermo Barascoloto got to see him play enough that he was like, I like that guy. And by the way, the rivalries are always more tame with players and coaches than they are with fans most certainly, because players and coaches can go to different teams all the time. That's so the Boca Juniors about the fans in that rivalry last year. Well, Boca Holy Juniors, River, River Plate, I mean, between wow. all that stuff, it was... Having it a was, bus attacked, and in, in the final being held in... In Spain? In Barcelona? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, um, That's some serious football. That is. Fans. That, that is. And, and so when you look at that, it, it would be interesting to see if Ignacio Fernandez... Again, uh, frigid on this temperature right now, Larry. I just don't see it fitting financially. Uh, I've told you how I evaluate different rumors, which is, does it make sense? And the first thing you have to say doesn't make sense was, does the money make sense? Um, do the Galaxy have the international slots? Uh, do they have, you know, the designated player spot? No. Do they have a TAM money? Maybe. Um, so you look at all those and, and it seems like, uh, you know, Nacho Fernandez, Ignacio Fernandez, uh, not necessarily uh, so, a good one. So let's see, in your rumor tracker, you you have frigid, you have cold, you have yeah. lukewarm, you I'm, have hot. I have dead I've scorching, <laughs> I've scorching hot. Scorching hot. That basically it's arbitrarily decided by me, Larry. So there's no, there's no real. If you see red color, that means it's a warmer. If you see orange, it's warmer. If you see red, that means it's probably okay. happening. Uh, red is usually 
usually reserved for um, like things, blistering hot. Things I'm pretty sure are confirmed, yeah. but that they haven't signed on the dotted okay. line yet. So yeah. So and so, if it's blank, it means there's nothing there at all. No, I, I yeah. Well, yeah. There's a uh, uh, LA Galaxy outsider, Madam Serrano. Uh, every time he sees a rumor, he goes, put it on the tracker goose. Right. And so all I do is I wake up to his, uh, his, his, uh, Twitter messages saying, put it on the tracker goose. And it's like, everything that pops up is put it on the tracker goose. And I'm like, that one's stupid. I'm not putting it on the tracker. Uh, had Ashley Cole on there, obviously going to cold. It was warmer at one time whenever the, it seemed like the LA galaxy might have been in contract is I don't feel like that ever got off the ground, uh, in terms of how it goes. All right. Oh, Larry, lots of stuff. Okay. Question of the day. I remembered. Yes. See? Look very at that. good question. Ooh. Has it stirred a lot of interest in the chat room? Podcast hosts for 11 years can remember whenever I'm entering my 11th season. Um, 11th season, very good. Yes. Uh, Congratulations. I, I will say, yeah, thank you. Um, podcast hosts for, for basically uh, 10 seasons coming on my 11th now, during, season. During, during those seasons, how many podcasts have you missed? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I always, well, I mean, technically because yeah. you can't have or a like podcast. Because, because you were ill or something like that? No, no. Or? Oh, I mean, yeah, there's those. There's okay. there's shows we haven't done because I've been out of town. I've done that. Okay. But technically, I've never missed a podcast because there's never a podcast if I'm not on it. True. So <laughs> if you ever want the trivia question of who has made the most appearances on Corner of the Galaxy podcast, the answer is me because I'm on every podcast. All right. That's how that's how it works. Anyway, question of the day. Um, will the LA Galaxy make the playoffs in 2019? Larry, you posed this question to me. We decided to make it question of the day. Um, we had somebody at the very beginning. Uh, I want to see if I can scroll up and find it. Yeah, David wrote in. He said, uh, to answer the question of the day, I will go out on a limb and say Galaxy will make the playoffs and will host a playoff game, which is a monumental thing to say with the format changing this next year. I just hope that limb doesn't break it when he goes out Ooh, on it. That was, that was good. I, I say yes, the Gallagher. I think speaking, they will make the playoffs. Technically Seeing speaking. how close they came last season when they stopped playing in the second half of the finale against uh, Houston and having a new coach, new direction, the front office, I think they will make the playoffs. Will they host a playoff game? That's tough. I don't know. Remember, I'm not, I'm not going to go out that. I'm not going to go on that limb. I'm sorry. I'm remember, not Larry, do it. they're all single elimination playoffs this year, which I like. I I, 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 I like that one and done system. But, I like that a lot. But that means the higher seed hosts, which means the Galaxy would have to finish above people in order to be able to host, and you really have to finish in the top half of the bracket in order for that to ha- to really work. And and who was said said that that response about the limb? Uh, that was, uh, that was David, David, be careful on that limb, be careful on the limb. That's how it is. Uh, one of the questions I got was, uh, how many MLS cups have I won during my podcasting career? Uh, I have three MLS cups. I have three three MLS cups since I started covering the LA galaxy in 2009. Uh, but I also have four finals in that time because 2009 was a finals was an MLS cup final Seattle. I was there too. And I have five MLS cup finals that I have personally attended. And four of those or three of those were as a press member and two was back in the day, you know, early 2008, uh, whenever I was watched the MLS cup final between the Columbus crew who, uh, had Guillermo Barrescoloto and Siggy Schmidt as the coach. Um, so, so I had that one when they beat the New York Red Bulls. That was a very good team. That was a very good team too. That was Siggy Schmidt left that year to go coach the Seattle Sounders um, after that 2008 season. So I was there at Home Depot Center at the time uh, to watch that one because that was neutral site MLS Cups. And then 2011, the LA Galaxy uh, went to an MLS Cup um, and won it. And they got to have it because it was being held at Home Depot Center. Not It was still a neutral site, but the Galaxy were ho- they, it was being held there in Los Angeles that year. So they got to be there. And then in 2012, they switched it to non-neutral site games. And the LA Galaxy then were the highest rated seed in 2012. And the only team they could have hosted an MLS Cup against was the Houston Dynamo. And they got the Houston Dynamo in 2012. I was going to say about the 2011 Galaxy team, Todd Donovan, great defender, great guy, once told me that that 2011, 2011 Galaxy team was the best Galaxy team he's, he's played for. It might have been one of the best MLS teams ever, really. I mean, you know, uh, that was a Supporter Shield year, and that was MLS yes. Cup. That was that was uh, undefeated at home that year as well. Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, Phil would like to know how many wooden spoons I've won, uh, and that would be one, Phil. I have one wooden spoon to my name. Uh, and not where, only... And where is the wooden spoon it, now? It has been returned to the Independent Supporters Council. Okay. Um, I did my job as the host here. I would like to say that I'm also... In terms of reporters and in terms of podcasters, I also hold the record for most days with a wooden spoon in their office. 
uh, because it sat right over, not too far from me. Every and he didn't use it, but it was it was uh, posted it, in his office. It, it was there. So anyway, so so that was there as well. So uh, I've had a great time, you know, covering the LA Galaxy. I, I think you guys have sort of got that. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't do this because I don't get paid to do this. Larry comes in here; he doesn't get paid to do any of this, and he has done an amazing job writing. And by the way, most of the time the articles are actually edited and sound coherent. It's because Larry went through it before it got posted. Um, so. Uh, yeah, San Jose. So the the really interesting thing. So people are saying that San Jose has the wooden spoon. I will tell you this because they finished last last year. Yes, I will tell you something. And that was a bad team. That was oh, a really bad team. Gosh. Much worse than the Galaxy were the year be- yes. the year before. Here's, here's and that's the, saying something too. Here's the thing. San Jose does not have the wooden spoon, Ooh. and the reason is that they do not have a representative on the Independent Supporters Council. Um, which means that they won't send them the wooden spoon because from what I understood is that the San Jose supporters groups, I think they had a supporter shield trophy that they never gave back. They were supposed to give back. And so being that happened, they're not invited to the independent supporters. Shame on them. Shame on them. I I think that's what it is. I think that's the trophy that it was, was the supporter shield that they had. It's definitely something they didn't give back. And that was one of the reasons that they're not invited to the, so the the wooden spoon is in limbo. It, it, it is with the Independent Supporters yeah. Council who has accepted it on behalf of the San Jose okay. Earthquakes, okay. who okay. were the worst team in Major League Soccer okay. last year. Uh, let's see. Real quick, again, February 16th. Mark your calendars now at noon at Taps in Tustin. Uh, it's Taps Brewery in Tustin. You can search for it on the website. I'm going to have all that information about this event up on the website here in the next week. Uh, we'll start sending out emails and start reminding you, put up you know all sorts of different things, um, and, and and see while we're uh, while we're doing it, and and that's how we that's that's how it's going to go. We'll, we'll, I think that's really nice that they're offering their facilities to host your show. I, was, I think that's great on I was going to say behalf of that brewery. This it is really great is. with Taps. I'm I'm really really stoked about this. this is a place. I drive by and, and have been in on, on occasions to, to see and, and to stop by. And I, I offered it up to them. I said, hey, we'd love to do this. And they were like, absolutely, let's do it. Almost no, no hesitation whatsoever. Um, so please, uh, you know, let's, let's get there. Let's support them. And, you know, you're, you're, if you go there, buy some beer, buy some drinks, buy some food. And that will basically be your, your entrance fee. But don't we, overdo do it. Yeah, yeah. We still got, there's still a game to go after that. So just remember that. Uh, but anyway, so February 16th at noon is when we start. They open at noon. So we'll see you at noon. The show won't start until 1230, 1245. So you have plenty of time. So ride between 12 and 1230. That should be great. Find your seats. Have a nice time there. We will be set up with our uh, with our systems there. Larry will be there. Uh, it looks like Eric is going to be there. Kevin, I think, is going to call in on the phone because he may be out of town. I'm not allowed to reveal where he's going to be, but he's he might be traveling. But we're going to make sure that we get everybody involved, and we're going to work on some special guests as well. Uh, reminder, once again, T-shirts, Corner of the Galaxy. Uh, right now, we have some, some great T-shirts. I think, again, some of the nicest T-shirts that we've had. The best podcast in the Galaxy shirt. Uh, black, the black background one or the, or the navy blue are my favorite, but there's a maroon one and a charcoal one. Uh, a little more gray than anything uh, and it says cornerofthegalaxy.com on it it would be great I would love to see you guys wearing those at uh, at the stadium whenever I see it uh, the last time we handed out all those scarves and everything like that before it uh, I remember Chris Klein came up to me and said there did he are, want a scarf? there are a lot of scarves in this stadium with your podcast on it and I was like that's, that's what did, my listeners do but did he do. ask for one? no okay no, no if he wants one he can have one yeah. I'll happily give overcharge him overcharge him for it uh, did, did, he, could, he can have one for free and a donation to the LA Galaxy Foundation. As long as it doesn't use it to strangle you, that, that should be okay. We'll see if that uh, if that happens and how that happens. But again, go to cornerofthegalaxy.com, click the shop button, you'll see a picture of that t-shirt right there. Go ahead, it supports the show. Literally direct deposit to us that really gets us moving uh, and keeps things lit up and, and the, the lights on and all sorts of fun stuff like that. All right. Uh, let's see anything else. We got the taps brewer. We got the t-shirts, uh, a busy show, LA galaxy opening preseason coming up on Sunday, transitioning that into Monday, Tuesday, they'll be out on the field. So you'll have that coming to you very, very shortly in terms of uh, all that fun stuff. I imagine that I'm going to be pulling some audio Kevin or Kevin, your name's Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. You're not the panda. Uh, I imagine. Thank you. I was, Thank you for that. I was thinking about Kevin because I'm going to be with him on Saturday okay. uh, for MLS Media Day. I imagine I'll pull some of that audio and get it on the show on Monday night. So look for that on Monday night uh, from MLS Media Day. And follow us at Corner of the Galaxy, uh, Gal- at Galaxy Podcast on Twitter, where you can find all that stuff. All right. Larry, anything else uh, you want to get to? Are no, you, sir. Are you good? Thanks again for the uh, privilege of being on your show. Always enjoy it. Thank you for stopping by. Larry Morgan, not yes, on sir. Twitter. You cannot follow him on Twitter. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Larry Morgan, of course, you can add us at Galaxy Podcast and use the hashtag Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. All right. I know, I don't Larry. know if I should be proud of that or not. I, I don't. I'm. You know what? As I told you already, you own it. Just, just take it. Just, but it's not copyright. It's not copyright. Not yet. I'm going to work on that. 
We'll see how it goes. All right. If you're looking for uh, me on Twitter, please head on over to at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast, where you can find all of our coverage there of the LA Galaxy. Cornerofthegalaxy.com, both Larry and I have articles up there that you can read, uh, and we'll have more coverage as this season gets going and is ready to start. All of our podcasts are there. Cornerofthegalaxy.com, click that shop button. Uh, scarves are still available. We still have these t-shirts available. You have about 20 days left on the t-shirts. Link will be in the description of this podcast, so you can go ahead and click on that. Go straight to the page to order your t-shirts. All right. For Mr. Larry Morgan, who's not on Twitter, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.